Hey friends, welcome to Twirl Talk Podcast. I am your host, Liz Cox, and I'm so excited that you're here with us today. Our hope here at Twirl Talk is that this is a place where you can come for wholehearted advice and encouragement in the midst of planning your wedding, but also for life far beyond that. This is a collection of really fun conversations with a variety of people, both in the wedding industry and outside of it, that simply want to come together and help you thrive the best that you can in every season of your life. So basically, this is like having life chats with your besties over a glass of wine and figuring out how not to lose your mind in the midst of all the crazy. So if that sounds like your cup of tea, then sister, you're in good company here. Okay, friends. We have a we have a round two with Miss Kristen Winchester, and I'm so excited. If you haven't listened to her first episode, oh no, maybe don't. <laughs> she's gonna be like, "Don't do it," because she literally hates the sound quality. It's so, so much, bad. But the, the story is so good. The Content story is so good. good. My verbal cues and the sound quality so bad. Like maybe we can pull a Taylor Swift and re-record that podcast. At maybe, some we point. maybe we should. Maybe we should. Fine. Continue. Thanks. Right. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Um, but a lot has happened. A lot has happened since then. When was that? Man, 20, of, 2019 for fall sure. Of 2019. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe spring. Honestly, no, I, I think it was this fall up. of 2019 because I think I remember where I was when I listened to it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was fall. It's a miracle you listened, honestly. I did listen, and then I promptly was very disappointed in myself, but it's fine. Carry on, carry on. I did not mean to we're fine. It's it's the fine. intro. <laughs> no, it makes me very happy. Um, but yeah, so 2020 happened, and you know, Kristen, Kristen had this wild hair and uh, started going live during quarantine, <laughs> and um, it was what the else best. What else were you supposed to do? Honestly, I don't know. I don't know. But I want Kristen. I want you to tell the people. Tell me about the heart behind and kind of the BTS of launching what we now adoringly call TMS, the morning show, and your blog. I just love the whole story. So let's just start with that and then we'll dive into all the other. Okay. Hi, I'm Kristen. (laughs) Um, I currently stay home with my two very active, they're three and a half now, three and a half year old twins. Um, and I basically run a circus underneath our roof. That is like, I'm mm-hmm. a ringleader of a circus and that's what I do. Um, at a past career, that's probably what you could listen to in the old podcast. Mm-hmm. Don't listen. I'll make Liz let me re-record <laughs> another one. But, um, and we'll just like name it the same thing. We'll just delete the other one off the internet. No, it'll, ever it'll be Kristen's yeah. version. Um, but I used to have a background in corporate America and in the creative space. I hustled a lot. I had babies after a lot of trying. Here I am being a ringleader. And I'd always craved having a corner of the internet. It's like a long running joke with friends. Like I wanted a little blog on the internet. Fun fact, if you listen back to that podcast at the very end, Mm -hmm. you said, where can you find you? And you were like, maybe on kristenwinchester.com because I'd owned the domain for six or seven years. And I was like, maybe you'll find me there. In fact, you could not find me there. Not at the time. Maintained a a space. Um, but I like teased it on your podcast yes. a year and a half ago. And then, um, oh my gosh, that's so funny. quarantine happened. So here we are, um, trying to navigate my husband working from home, um, up hiding away. He actually left every day in quotation marks and like <laughs> went in a back door and up 
the stairs in our house and hid in a corner of our house because my children couldn't know that he was here. And here's the thing, the heart behind TMS and how it happened, the behind the scenes. My sister was actually stranded in Peru, in South America. And so she'd gone to South America on a medical mission trip. And while she was there, the world, like COVID came, Mm -hmm. they had less than 12 hours to get out of the country. She could not get a flight and she got strand, like stuck in Peru and Peru went into major lockdown. Like she could not leave the house. Mm-hmm. There were armed people walking on the street. Like it was a very so intense scary. situation. And everyone here in the States was like, it's fine. In two weeks when this is over, she'll just get on an airplane and come home. And I'm like, I actually don't think that's how this is going to play out. I really need you to like send airplanes and bring her. And I don't know the like 10,000 other Americans that are stranded in Peru home. So while I put on my corporate hat and my like make things happen, do the things, email Mm -hmm. every congressman and representative in the state of North Carolina and beyond, I was emailing people in Illinois and Ohio and South Carolina being like, you have constituents stuck in Peru along with my sister, bring them home. Um, I had people with private planes offer, not like I have people, but I like connected to connected to that were like, yeah. we'll just fly and get her. And I'm like, you can't like the countries yeah. are shut down. All this to say, I needed an outlet. So what did I do? <laughs> I've always wanted a morning show. I've always wanted to work for Good Morning yes. America. Stands the whole wake up time. I'm not really well placed at 4 a.m. So that's the only no. caveat <laughs> to this, but I always wanted when I was younger, I think back to like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to talk to people. Okay, great. Well, you can't really make a lot of money doing that unless you're in the news or even money at all. So I texted one of my best friends, Emily, the night before, and it was the weekend the world shut down, mm-hmm. but like the whole world hasn't fully shut down. Like we were still in the, it's like mid March. Yeah. And I say, I think I'm going to do an Instagram live on my porch and have like a make-believe morning show for the next week while Kimberly is in Peru and we're just like getting through this next two weeks. Cause that's what we've been told two weeks of course, like we're going to shut down for two weeks. And so I was like, okay, I, I can do this. Um, mm-hmm. She said, yes, she fully supported it. Listen, I don't particularly love being forward facing on a camera, which is <laughs> funny if you ever meet me in life. Cause I tend to have a little bit of a large personality, but I like that in intimate settings and in group settings in face-to-face mm-hmm. interactions, not really live. But I was like, what else are we doing? I had two and a half year olds at the time. I did it. Little yeah. did I know. Listen, I started going live for about 10 minutes every morning. And really mm-hmm. what it was, was a distraction for me because yeah. I was very worried about my sister. And I was also really worried about the country and like how everyone was doing and what this was going to do to everyone. And I just wanted a safe space to be. I love being around Mm. other people. I like crave community. And when we all went into lockdown, that like cut off, right? No more preschool, no more play dates, no more any of this. And so I just started showing up on my front porch for 10 minutes just to be. And I thought it was going to last for two weeks. (laughs) Spoiler alert. (laughs) spoiler alert it did not we just celebrated one year and like here's the thing Mm -hmm. it's not going to last forever I'm very aware of that but it kept going like we still do it I did one this morning from the parking lot of the Starbucks because (laughs) so great I was on the road so it started off as a way for me to have something to distract myself but I think Mm -hmm. ultimately also became 
very quickly a space and a community, mm-hmm. which I think we might talk about a little bit later, but sure. yeah. yeah. So now I get on the, I get on, you know, from my front porch and I talk about whatever I have bought from Amazon or made yeah. for dinner the night before, or, um, a new beauty product that I'm trying or, uh, something that's happening in the news. I'm just not really like, news per se, but like Taylor Swift, pop news, culture. Like celebrity mm-hmm. pop culture news. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just we a safe, fun, it. relaxed space. There you go. Yeah. And, and then I eventually so started sweet. a blog. So like from that, exactly. all that like it, yeah. KristenInvestor.com well, is real now. It's so real. It's so real. And it's just fun too, because I feel like it was such an unexpected, obviously you did it to like distract from Kiwi. Spoiler, that's what Kimberly's yes. real name, real name. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then it also like, I think, I mean, you have so much confidence, but there was this piece about the blog that you always were like, oh, what do I have? What, what do I need? Yeah. What am I? Yeah. 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 And just, just held back from it for so long. And then TMS happened and it was just this like final push, like, okay, Kristen, you can do this. And like, people want you to do this. And the blog launch was like amazing. And people were so excited. And I feel like you have just created exactly like this safe space. And it's funny, like what started as a distraction for you in this like community space, you have become that like the sweetest distraction for other people. I mean, you all, Kristen will probably not admit this, like a hundred to 200 people show up every morning for this Instagram live. Like that's what those bananas. Yeah. It's wow. wild. And they like love each other. Like I they, think my like, favorite is the people that don't show up live, can't, you know, they have other things right. and they will send me a message and be like, well, I was watching tonight. I watch my, I watch every night when I brush my teeth and wash my face. I'm like, you do what? what? You watch later? Like I, best friends of mine are like, oh, I sit down in the afternoon while my kids are napping and I like have a cup of tea and watch, watch your show. I'm like, but, you, but remember when you know me in real life, like you don't have to. And they're like, no, no, I love it. I just sit down and feel like I'm hanging out with you. People yeah. binge the show. Like I haven't watched all week because I've been busy. So I just binged the entire week's episodes. I am not a television show. Y'all are crazy. But I think that there is something very magically tender about mm-hmm. having a space that just is, that mm-hmm. does not have any preconceived notions. It does not have anything. Like I'm not pushing a, an agenda, no agenda of any mm-hmm. sort other than like just showing up. and. Mm-hmm. I think that, I mean, this gets really deep. We are not going to get all deep, but this gets into like friendship as adults and like going yeah. to changing some seasons. And yeah. I mean, people show up that are 20 and people show up that are 60. So we mm-hmm. have this wide range of different seasons in life. People that are single, people that are married, people with mm-hmm. kids, people that want kids that don't have kids that don't even like kids aren't even on their radar that kids are out of their house. But I think there's something really that could be unpacked about Mm-hmm. that space of like just wanting community so yeah no and I totally agree and I just I'm so thankful and I because I think it's such a beautiful example of just pressing in and showing up and just doing the thing you know like you just kept showing up like I think there's such beauty in small beginnings that, but if you are faithful and you keep showing up and you press against everything that is yelling at you in your own head, 
you and I are two wing threes, but I think we have a little bit of one in us too sometimes. Yeah. And so we can get that, you know, inner critic or the three side is like, what are you going to achieve through this? What are you like? What's the point? Like the, our two is thriving. We're like, we're helping people. This is fine. We love people. But the other pieces can sometimes those voices, voices. can be louder mm-hmm. yeah, and, and keep you from doing it. So t- talk to me a little bit and maybe I'm speaking out of turn, but I feel like I know enough women to feel like I can make it somewhat of a generalization that women have a really hard time doing just that, like silencing the noise that isn't worth it and not doing things for way longer because they're too scared. Like what, what was it for you? Like, what was that process like for you to just finally be like, we're just going to do it. I'm just going to lean in and do the thing. I think it's, uh, I mean, I, there's a thousand things, right? Like right. I, could, I could write a book about what this looks like, but I think one of those things is realizing in the midst, especially of a global pandemic, yeah. right, wrong, or indifferent that like life is too short to like keep wanting to do the thing that you want to do and not doing it if you want to yeah. do it. And, you know, my family personally has gone through some tragedy with loss of loved ones and things. Mm-hmm. My cousin passed away at 21 um, from complications from a heart transplant. And all I could think about in like the early stages of TMS is that mm-hmm. number one, Ashley would have loved this. And number two, mm-hmm. like sort of feel the fear and do it anyway, like what do I have to mm-hmm. lose? I think that's ultimately yes. what it came down yeah. to is like, what do I have to lose if I do this? What if no one shows, like, what is the worst thing that could happen? And the worst thing that could happen is that like my in real life people showed up on this thing for a week and it was a thing. And yeah. then it just wasn't a thing. And that like, there was no skin off my back. I think that there's just mm-hmm. a lot of fear of not knowing exactly what the success looks like. And mm-hmm. success is relative. This is a hobby. This is not anything that I'm doing exactly. for any sort of like opportunity. More on that later. But um, <laughs> the idea that like, if you don't know the end result, you're too scared to take the leap because you don't know mm-hmm. how the story ends. And mm-hmm. instead, just planting your feet where you are and just leaning into mm-hmm. that. And like, this is where I am. I'm going to show up. And this is what I'm offering. And being okay that it might not work. Being okay that you yeah. might have to pivot. Being okay that... For me, it didn't happen at 22. Like, I think I have a lot of fear and anxiety mm-hmm. for people that think they need to have their whole life mapped out. Listen, spoiler alert, I was one of those people. I was supposed to yeah. graduate college, get married at 25, have a baby at 28, have a baby at 31, um, move into my house and do all those things. And I wasn't even married at 30. We didn't have kids at 35. Like, it does not look anything like I mapped it out. And in the moment, it can feel like failure. And it just it's not, it's not even remotely that what it is, is Mm -hmm. um, just leaning into that season and having the capacity to understand the bigger picture and like Mm -hmm. maybe the forest for the trees, like all, it feels like Mm -hmm. oftentimes all we do is stand in front of that one tree and you're like, I don't know how to get around it. I don't know how to get around it. Mm -hmm. And when you take a step back, you realize there are a forest full of trees and you Mm -hmm. just have to sort of weave and go and navigate and your path around those trees looks very different from the person next to you. Mm-hmm. They're going to go around different trees, different pathways in order to get to the other side. And mm-hmm. there's not just one way to go. I don't know if I fully no. answered your question, but I think that why not would be, I guess, the question. Mm-hmm. And, for yeah. me, a lot, for, totally. and for me, and for me, why not 
before that was a lot of valid things. It was, mm-hmm. I was working and doing this, or I had young children or whatever that looked like. I couldn't have done this with newborn children, like newborn babies. Like that was not yeah. realistic, but I found myself in a place where, okay, it was time to do this and I'm just going to do it and see what happens. I also mm-hmm. like, to be fair, this is a hobby for me right now. And I really yeah. appreciate that. I think hobbies are very underrated. Amen. I don't think a lot of people have hobbies. They do it and they're like, how am I going to make money doing this? Yeah. Yes. But that's for another day. But yeah. Well, I love it because you have coined this phrase of your lane, your rules. And I think exactly what you're just talking about, even just the like looking at a tree and figuring out your own forest, but like how you navigate that everyone's is different. Your path to however you get to wherever you are is like figuring out the starting spot is why not? why not? What do you have to lose? And I, that's something I feel like I too live by is like, if I only think about what, what the end result is, I won't start anything. But if I toss my hands up and I'm like, like, what, what do I have to lose? Which is usually not a ton, but like, what could we gain? Like how much richer could life be? Do you also think though that I'm, totally interrupting you about no I love it people play the game of if it's not big it's not worth it so if it's not if I don't have a hundred thousand followers on Instagram if I don't have this many page views if I don't do this then like Mm -hmm. why do it no one cares about my voice because my voice is in this little space and I I I get a little squeamish when someone calls me a quote-unquote influencer I hit that magic Mm -hmm. 10,000 number on Instagram I have the ability to swipe up I don't understand if it's a like server issue, if that's why Instagram puts that mysterious number in place. I honestly, I have no idea. Um, this elusive figure, um, so but dumb. yeah, but I, I don't like to call myself that. Like, I don't feel like that. Mm-mm. Someone joked with me and said, here's the thing though, Kristen, everyone's an influencer, whether you have five people yeah. that follow you or 500,000 people that follow mm-hmm. you, everyone's influencing other things. So you need to just like lean into that. But what Mm -hmm. it reminds me of is sort of the power of one. We've talked about this before. It's my other heartbeat is that like, I think a lot of people don't do things because it's not going to make a big enough splash. They're not going to make, they're not going to be an instant bazillionaire. They're not going to like be on the like front page of Instagram reels or whatever. They're not going to go viral. So like, why would they have a live? And Mm -hmm. I find so much value in the people that continue to show up and do the thing for five people for an audience Amen. of one. I mean, we can talk about faith like that. Like I can get totally. real deep into that, but yeah. the power of, I can't tell you the number of times where I've had a show and thought I go on soapbox moments where I like have something I'm passionate about, be it friendship mm-hmm. or um, seasons of life or infertility or sing, like whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And I talk mm-hmm. about it. And then somebody will message me and say, I needed to hear that message today. And I remind myself in that moment, every single time, hand of God, I do it every single time someone sends me that message and say, okay, I didn't do that show for the 300 people that were there live or the like couple thousand people that watched some part of it later. I did it for that person, Mary S or, you know, Mm -hmm. Liz C like, that is why I did today's show. Like I shared that because they needed to hear that message. And that is enough for me. And like, this is the thing, this is the, like your lane, your rules. And we'll talk about that in a minute, but like it actually has to be enough. And I think that that for me mm, is the sticking point because people are like, oh, yes. like, oh, it's enough. And then they, it's not actually enough to fulfill the right. satisfaction that they're looking for. Like you actually have to believe when you say, if I post this, 
I, I think about the kids who post and then like go back and delete posts if it doesn't have a certain number of likes yes. or whatever. I don't yes. see likes anymore on Instagram, by the way, life-changing. I oh. haven't seen them for a year and a half. I wish everyone couldn't see it because it's changed my I'm experience jealous. with Instagram. But do you not think that like you think that, well, if I post this and it doesn't have enough engagement, mm-hmm. I'm just going to delete it. Or if somebody doesn't yeah. respond to this story, it's not good. And I think that there is like this seeking validation externally, as opposed to being like actually comfortable with like, I'm, this is what I want to. And listen, I've struggled with this for years. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not going to post this because if I post this only six people will like it and somebody else could post it and that exact same thing, Mm -hmm. 600 people are going to like, and that's not, it's just really messy. And Mm -hmm. finally being convicted enough to say, this is what I want. This is who I am. This is what I'm doing, showing up, whatever Mm -hmm. that looks like. And I actually believe myself when it's the power of one, mm-hmm. like when I actually only need to impact yeah. one person's life and don't secretly want to impact a hundred people's life. Right. I mean, we could be done right now. Are we like- done? <laughs> Drop the mic. So, but back to your lane, your rules. So ultimately yeah. this, you know, you hear the phrase stay in your lane. And I think mm-hmm. that when people hear that, it gets, makes them uncomfortable because number one, they might not know what their lane is. And number mm-hmm. two, it feels like you're being put into a box. Like you stay in your lane mm-hmm. and I'm going to say my, like you sure. stay in your lane, stay in your lane, yep. stay in your lane, stay in your lane. Or if you're doing some people are like, put blinders on, like stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. Your lane, your rules is more a manifestation of understanding that people are going to do things differently. They're going to parent differently. Mm-hmm. They're going to organize their homes differently. You know, like yeah. I put photos all over my house and I, I follow I'm very guilty of this. I follow someone on Instagram and their house is beautiful. And they're like, mm-hmm. we don't put photos out because those are saved for like our nightstands. And it's like all this art and it's all these lovely things. And I'm like, well, my huh. house is not beautiful because I have like framed photos everywhere. Mm. And she's like, I don't do holiday decor pillow. There's just like a lot of things with how her house is done. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I love a holiday pillow. I love <laughs> a holiday bin. Mm. I love a, you know, these things. And so then I can immediately think like, oh, well, my house is not beautiful because Mm. I don't follow those rules. And I, that's where you're laying your rules come in. Like, is it right that I do holiday throw? My mom's like, do you really have matching throws for every holiday? Because I'll bring out the like red ones for Christmas and like, yes, yes, I do. (laughs) But like, that makes, that brings me joy and it brings my family joy. And so like, that is my lane. Those are my rules. Just because someone chooses not to do that doesn't mean one way is right or wrong. It's just different. And somebody, mm. I think that there's just power in saying like, this is my season. These are my rules for our lane. So our lane is very, very specific to my husband's career. The time he gets home from work every day, like we're not eating dinner at five o'clock around the table because Kyle's not home, mm-hmm. you know, but we might be eating breakfast around the table because he doesn't go in as early or like there's mm-hmm. just shifts to those yeah. things because of very specific parameters to our family. And I think that that concept is so applicable to everyone, whether you are married or single or divorced or or whatever season of life you're in, Mm -hmm. like you have to make the rules based on like what circumstances that you find yourself in. And I think it's very freeing to say, this is my lane. These are our rules. Now, I'm gonna stop talking, but someone, I posted a picture of my linen closet and I said, how do you fold the towels? I feel like there's mm. a better way to do this. And somebody was like, it's your lane, your rules. You can fold the towels however you want. <laughs> okay, well, this is true. This is true. Like I can, in fact, fold the towels however That's I would awesome. like to. It's my linen closet. But like what I was looking for is like, just because you have a lane and you have rules doesn't mean there's not potentially ways to glean other information yeah. from other people and adjust. And so as opposed to staying in your lane, which is like, this is my lane. These uh-huh. are the 
it is my lane, my rules for, for us, very boundary specific things, whether that is when the babies are in school or when we eat dinner as a family or how often there are people out there that do laundry every day, people that do laundry once a week, people that don't do their husband's laundry, people that only do their laundry and then separate their, that's a silly example, but it's just to say like, everyone's doing the laundry. They're just doing it based on what works best for them. And there's no like right way or like, there's not a right way to do laundry. I don't think so. The freedom that people get from Mm. no longer needing to justify, no longer needing to explain, no longer needing to fit within a mold that they think works because everyone else would give them affirmation and saying, this is what we're going to do. Like your lane, your rules, what boundaries, what things do you need to change or fix or adjust? It's just so specific. And I think we Mm -hmm. all long to look at someone else's life that looks shiny, that looks bright, that looks great and be like, okay, well, if I do all of those things, I will be happy and I'll have that life. And that's just like, that's not your lane. So like, maybe you can adapt how you fold your towels, but that's not gonna change the like way your kitchen is laid out or Mm -hmm. the, um, trying to think of just like pain points like your husband's work schedule or you know like if he travels or if he I don't know how far you live from family like if you see somebody doing this thing and their kitchen's always clean and they never cook in their kitchen and you love to cook like those two things are not congruent I guess ultimately at the end of the day so you have to figure out what is realistic within your specific set of circumstances I love it all right I love it because well I just love it because it breeds freedom for the individual. And then it breeds empathy amongst other people, both because you're living out of that place of freedom, but you're also saying like, yeah, we don't have to all do it the same. And there's, and that's beautiful and that's freeing. And that's oh, the freedom. Yeah. yeah. You know, like I think that freedom and empathy, I'm like, if those can be the two things we can harness in tight, this world will be a much happier, peaceful we talked about it, you know, we talked about it a little bit. And this is again for a fourth podcast that we could be on, um, like <laughs> what has come out of TMS and like what I've learned yes. and yes, I've yes. learned that everyone craves community. It doesn't look the yeah. same for some people that's mm-hmm. like in person for some people it's on everyone craves community Absolutely. in some fashion. They want to feel like they belong. And that is mm-hmm. what TMS and it's given people the space to just be themselves, right? Like they oh, just yeah. show up. Um, what I have learned is, oh gosh, what have I not learned? (laughs) But I think that I've learned that people care more, more about, oh gosh, I feel like I'm supposed to give some sort of deep answer. And the real answer is that like I show up on the porch in eye patches and no makeup and fuzzy Mm -hmm. hair. And people love it just as much as if I had on like a full face of makeup. And that feels like a surface level answer but what it's taught me is people just want to be together without the pretenses um and they love sharing they love sharing ideas Mm -hmm. they love brainstorming they love I mean it's community it's community in action and it's grace filled I would say because Mm. right like you're laying your rules is great like that is that's what it is yeah that's what it is is it it's like yeah, it's just this other way to say, let's have grace with one another. Yeah. I know that I will look back on this season of life eternally grateful 
for how I was changed and impacted by people that I don't like. There are people on there from a lot. Like I get the biggest trip of being like, oh, where are you from? Alaska, Hawaii. Like, what how are you are doing? You here? Like, what is right. Iowa? I'm like, I didn't even know I knew someone from Iowa, apparently. Right. But I will look back eternally grateful for whatever this season looks like because mm-hmm. it showed me, number one, the importance of community. And number two, that showing up just as you are is good enough. Sometimes happy, sometimes messy, sometimes sad. I mean, I've cried, I've laughed, I've done all the things. So man, I could unpack that a lot further, but I think the community thing is the piece that I would take away most. You know, it's not lost on me that this came out in 2020, you know, like it was, because these are all things that, yeah, like these are all things that, you know, I've known you far longer than just in 2020. Gosh, I can't even think about a long time. We've been friends for a long time, but these are conversations we've had for years and years and years and years. And it just makes me really grateful because I remember we've talked. I I mean, truly you, you told me you're laying your rules probably four, five years ago. And it has stuck with me for years. Like it, it really, you're like this little voice in my head. I'm like, Kristen would say, you're laying your rules. You're laying your rules. You're laying your rules. I'm like, okay. You should maybe it trademark is, that. <laughs> you probably should make merch, all the things. Um, but it is like it just, I mean, we've said it already, but it just brings such freedom, but it also brings such clarity of like, okay, my lane right now, it can change, like you said, like it's a seasonal thing. Yeah. But like the hope is that there's always freedom in whatever season that is, because there's always, there's so much noise trying to make it more complicated than it has to be. In listening to you talk, and I think this is the last thing I'll say about it. I think it releases the should from Mm. a lot of people's, well, I should do this because Mm -hmm. this, or I have to do this because of this. When in fact, like those shoulds and have tos are narratives you tell yourself about potentially other people's circumstances and lanes that are not relevant to you. So the blog is a great example. I started a blog. I'm the world's worst blogger because I don't blog every day and I don't do the things every day. And I realized very quickly in launching all of this and it being a thing that Mm -hmm. my should was, well, I should do that. Like if I'm going to do this, I should do all the things. And in fact, it's, my season of life doesn't allow for that mm-hmm. and allow for me to do the other things which I have valued higher than that. So we mm-hmm. joke about the ball. Like I, I'm sure you've seen that analogy. Like some balls are glass, some balls are yes. plastic, some it's balls are whatever. And like you're juggling all of them. And like sometimes the balls are going to hit the floor. And for me, I maybe it's I'm not, I'm not young, right? Like I'm almost 40 and I'm in a season with young kids and all these things. But 25 year old me would have just tried to like to a point of exhaustion, push, push, kept push. the ball. Yeah. 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 Like running all over crazy, tossing all the balls right. in the air. Um, you're not going to appreciate this analogy, but if someone on your listens to the podcast, you've seen bluey, there's a, um, an episode where they try to keep a balloon up and it's called keepy uppy and they're running all over the house and popping the balloon up. And I think about that a lot. Um, it, I just have learned which balls to drop and mm-hmm. which balls are actually really fragile. And so for me, the blog is fun. I love it. But mm-hmm. for me, it's not a, I can still have it without it being a thing that I do every day. And I get to make the rules. Like no one is 
Now, obviously, like if you have a job, you can't be like, well, I don't really want to show up on my job every day. Right. Like, those are like this are different things. But like understanding how to break down all of the pieces of your life and figuring out which pieces are things that you have to do or that other people can do mm-hmm. or that you like it's just very freeing for me to get rid of those shoulds because I got to make up my own mm-hmm. blog rules. Like right. no one's coming knocking on my door being like, You didn't vlog five times this week. No, but instead I took the babies to the playground three times and we did a play. Mm-hmm. I just did the things that ultimately yeah. in this season of life are more important. So I love it. It makes me so happy. Yeah. And it, and it's just cool. Cause it's like, even, even the things that you're like, I want to do that. And I, and I pressed in and I went for it, but it still is not, it's not going to rule my life, you know? And I think, yes, yes. Yeah. There's such freedom to that of like, Oh, I landed the job. I've always wanted, but like, it's not the ruler of my life. Or I finally found the man I found, you know, I'm finally married. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, whatever it, it is. It doesn't like, solve all the problems. It doesn't, it doesn't solve it. all the problems. No. Mm-hmm. no. But I feel like biggest takeaways, I just love hearing you say, do the thing. There's power in showing up, especially for the one, like the power of one. Mm-hmm. And you're laying your rules because it breeds freedom and empathy and grace. Like, yeah. yes and amen. Man, it makes it just makes my heart happy. And it makes my heart happy to see you just like really living that out. God, I could talk to some, if anyone's listened to this in their twenties and they're in a season right. where they are not where they thought they would be or should be, mm-hmm. I guess I, I would like want to hug them Yes, and say to them, just like lean in and stay because mm-hmm. your story is not going to be the story you had like written in your head. It's the one you're actively living. Yes. And I feel so much more content and people mm-hmm. will be like, Oh, cause you have the thing. No, it's not happened. No. It's because like, I finally let down the pressure of like trying to squeeze it in to make it exactly mm-hmm. the way that I thought that it should have been. So. Mm-hmm. Preach. Okay. What is, this is, we'll wrap it up on this. I already know the answer because it's you. What is bringing you joy right now? Well, everyone, I don't know when this podcast is releasing, but today Taylor Swift released, re-released Fearless, and it is bringing me deep joy. Number one, there are songs from the vault that we have not heard before, including a gem of a song with Keith Urban that I have listened to on repeat since this morning. But a joke, like it's bringing me joy. It is because Mm -hmm. I love that. If you've not, this is a shameless plug for the Ringer Dishes podcast on Taylor Swift. If you've not listened, it's fantastic. It's 10 episodes, a deep dive, but it brings me joy because it just is. It just brings me Mm -hmm. joy to listen to that. And if we're going to get all philosophical, Mm -hmm. you know, she leaned in and did the thing. She was fearless and she re-recorded all of her music so that she now owns it. And I love that. I love I, just, I love her. I, just, I mean, she literally I said my lane, my rules. Correct. Literally. Yes, that is, yes, that is what she did. And not to mention some of those songs are, a, I think the kids say a bop. So a bop. not, not a bop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Taylor Swift bringing me deep joy today. Listen, I'm here for it. Yeah. That's what I love. I love it. It makes me so happy. You make me so happy. Our friendship makes me happy. I love you, friend. Thanks for doing hey, this Thanks again. for letting me have a redo because I think hey, that welcome. we might have a little bit better of a sound quality yeah. issue. Mm-hmm. 
I might have corrected some of my verbal cues. I think the last time all I did was go, um, um, um. But more, more than anything, it's really fun to get to spread the message that you can make the rules, like mm-hmm. within obviously legislation and right. such, but like for your specific <laughs> circumstances, like you can go Legally. run red lights. <laughs> um, but like your lane, your rules, find freedom in and grace in the space mm-hmm. that that. I'm going to think about that tree analogy because that's a good one. I need to think about it that. Is. But um, hey, this was a delight. I appreciate you. I appreciate what you are doing in this world mm-hmm. and the message mm-hmm. that you um, are spreading. I think it's important for people to hear. So kudos to you. And mm-hmm. hey, I'd, I'd love to do this again sometime. Let's do it. I love it. We can talk about all the things all the time. Great. Great. Tell those babies hi for me. Right? I will. Okay. I love you. Y'all, is Kristen not just the best? (laughs) I love her so much. I hope that you finish this episode feeling more encouraged and lighter and just uplifted than maybe when you started, because that's the point. Uh, We want you to feel more joyful, more confident, more empowered, and hopefully just Kristen's message of your lane, your rules, and just owning your season and owning your lane just breed a lot of freedom in your life. Guys, follow along with Kristen over on Instagram at Kristen Winchester, K-R-I-S-T-I-N Winchester, or on her blog, kristenwinchester.com. You can follow all of her fun things. And if you want to become a new member of the TMS, then just tune in Monday through Friday around, I would say like 10 a.m. ish on her Instagram lives. It's always a good time and you'll probably spend way too much money on Amazon. But Kristen, we love you, friend. Thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us again. Friends, if you loved what you heard, would you please, please, please leave a five-star rating and kind review over on Apple Podcasts just so we can continue to spread the love and joy just with the wide world of the internet. (laughs) Y'all, we love you. We will be back soon with something else real fun. Have a great day.